Grand rising, everyone. I like to live. Spirit and coffee. Got my coffee here. Yum, yum, yum. Mm hmm. So good. Thank you very much. And have a nice day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. So, what is it? Monday morning. Um. Oh my God. This month of the first year is already almost over. Crazy, right? Time just goes boop like that, especially as you get older. Anywho, um, let's get started. A lot is kind of circling, circling through my mind in terms of, you know, what is happening in the world, the, you know, how are we engaging in the world? How are we making the world a better place? And it's really hard because alchemy is starting to arise within different sectors you start, you're going to start hearing the word more and more and more. And everybody says, oh, you know, I've, I've read The Alchemist and it's a good book, but there's more to alchemy, right? And so when you're starting to be when like as a spiritual alchemist, as we dive into it, um, there's a lot to unpack because alchemy has been around since the beginning. So I would say the beginning of time, because we could really say right now I'm taking cosmology and consciousness, really um, powerful um, course, right? And the course being how the kind of the new story how did we come to be right that's the big mystery that's the big question everybody asks where did we come from why are we here do we have a purpose are there other alien forms like us good morning whoever's on here you know people are wondering you know there's so much information out there saying yeah we have a whole ancient alien theory we have all these theories you know is there another species out there do we have you know, what is it? Are we alone in this vast universe? Where did we come from? Those are the bigger questions that we ask ourselves. And we try to make meaning of the place that we hold and space that we hold within the cosmos. And so science, right, as we know, alchemy um, was really used for the transcendence of the soul. It was really utilized so that we could harmonize with nature. And then what ended up happening is they said, oh, we can start to manipulate nature. And, and they tried to manipulate nature. And the thing is, is that our manipulations really is our damnation. There's a cause and an effect, right? When we start to put things into motion. I don't want to say right, wrong, good, or bad. I just want to say consequence. So really what we're looking at in cosmology and consciousness, which is really kind of cool, is sort of that process of what happened. Now, it's all theoretical. That's the big thing. It's speculation. We don't know. How could we possibly know the beginning of time and space and what happened? Now they have CERN and they're trying to do all these scientific methods to say, you know, particle collisions and, and then it, it led to all this dust and gas and atoms and blah and it spread across the universe and because there was so much black space that everything just scattered across the sky and it expanded. And so we continue to expand because there's more space than there is material. Um, but again, when we look at the beginning of time that we, we quote unquote, scientifically have said the beginning of time is this big bang. That's kind of the theory that's circulating. That's pretty much what everybody says happened. But in the beginning, there was nothing but blackness, darkness, and nothingness. So, and I think that there was that question, well, how come there's something instead of nothing? How, how all of a sudden did all this something come out of this nothing? Was there something in the nothing that you couldn't see? Something happening in the nothing? So we don't really know. 
Um, but the reality is, is science has sort of tried to describe the story through fact. They, they've looked to fact to try to describe how the work, how this universe works. And it's led to some faulty thoughts, faulty thoughts in terms of the fact that we're like a machine. Um, and that's where the mechanistic worldview arose, right? So we have this me mechanistic worldview that we are like a machine. And that's where, you know, we see the rise of our industry um, coming up. Um, and we see all of these different ideas. So that worldview doesn't even work anymore because what science is telling us is not what we believe to be true. Science is there to disprove, not to prove. So people don't really get that, I don't think. Um, and I, I'm saying that science can be really good if we utilized it the proper way, but we don't because humans seem to want to manipulate it for their own personal gain. And as consciousness rose, I think we got further and further away from what the truth is or what reality is. And that's that we and nature are one. We are interconnected as one. Nature is us and we are it. It's not separate from us. But that that mechanistic worldview and that scientific method made us believe that we were separated. So we see from the beginning of time when we talk about stardust and, and that, that there's been evolutions um, theoretically. Okay, I don't want to say anything is factual because they still don't know 100%. Science isn't 100%. That when they start to look at it and they start to collect the evidence that, you know, we've been in our fourth fifth stellar evolution which is pretty kind of cool this is was a big aha moment for me when they talked about the stellar evolution because what happened in the beginning right if there was this sort of big bang or whatever they call it right hydrogen atoms all this stuff particles started to form and nuclear fusion started to happen after nuclear fusion happened there was another explosion and more things were created so we see the alchemic process the spiritual and and i want to say spiritual because there was a force there that that was causing this happen. what was i wasn't doing it so what was there creating this to happen or was it just a natural way that the universe works it's always been there kind of like our heart beats right it's natural we don't ask our heart to beat so out of the the evolution of the stars um, we have all this energy potential sort of circulating, and then there's another explosion. We have more matter in in our existence in the cosmos. It starts to create planets and form suns and all this stuff, right? So we see this scientific thing happening. We can say that that's alchemy in motion. So alchemy, in my mind, is from the beginning was the first the first happening. And it, it actually is not even just the first happening, it's the no happening at all. When we start to look at alchemy, right, we look at the darkness, we look at all of it. We don't, we don't take pieces out. We don't just say, oh, it's all about the light and that's it. It's about the Big Bang or whatever science wants to call it. And it's, it's, it's just about that first event that created time and space and that's alchemy. And I say wrong. There was, at the beginning, there was nothingness, right? Well, that's what we think so far. That's, we don't 100% know. But if we go back to as far as we can, if we kind of go back and rewind to the beginning, we would say there was darkness. Now, somehow this darkness has been taken out of the storyline. 
and darkness then has been, you know, made wrong, made evil. We equate the darkness with the sacred feminine, right? If we looked at the moon and we can just say as above, so below, as within, so without. So we could say that the cosmos started in darkness. Maybe something was being brewed or born in the darkness. And out of that exploded this potentiality, which is the third. So everything started, we'd say, with the mother. Or we can say that it was not even the mother. Maybe it was the womb. And, and we equate that with the mother. But we could say in the womb was the potential for the sacred feminine and masculine to emerge. Again, an emergence. And that's kind of where we're going with the paradigm as well is emergence. Things emerged out of, not created from. Now, that emergence allowed for the creative potential of the universe that we it became cre a creative emerging and that creativity created all of this beautiful thing that we see today all the way to you know the planets the everything that we see and that we can observe and maybe feel and touch in our senses right and as we look of it it's a thought perhaps was the beginning could be a thought but what was the what was doing the thinking see so we have these questions that that we can't answer we could say it's a thought and that they do think that they think it's a big brain right we're like a big brain more than we are a mechanical thing hey poetic hey real talk real hey i used to call my spirit and coffee spirit and coffee real talk and um i used to get really real <laughs> Or I'd start yelling at people. I'm just kidding. Wake up, people. What are you doing? It's time to like start doing something. But as we look at the evolution, so let's get let's get bigger. I'm doing great poetic things. Um actually I'm doing really good. Really, really good. I'm in a very good place, space, and mindset right now, which is awesome. Um, so we see this evolution, um, and I don't even know if I want to call it evolution, but emerging, I think is a better word. We see this emergence of, of stuff. And as we emerge, we emerge out of this process. Now, human beings, where we are today, how do we take this storyline, right? Because what's happening right now, and this is how scholars are talking about it. This is what I do in my coursework and what I will be doing as I get my PhD and move up, is to really add to the dialogue of how do we create and shape and mold a new story that's going to help us move forward something about human beings that's different is that we create stories we we are also and this is another thing is that we also have memory that we pass on from generation to generation it's a collective knowing and so we see this evolution of technology and all these things because we've we've transferred or we figured out a way to transfer information through scribing so we go back to thoth and thoth was a scribe right and thoth is a big part of spiritual alchemy especially when it comes to the egyptian pantheon right we look at thoth and thoth gave us wisdom he was a scribe he said here's how you write so we see this emergence and i'm going to keep using the word emergence because that's a big word that's you know being used now and we see this emergence of of our species starting to take record of the way things are happening and what we're observing in the world. And that record gets passed on. 
So we're at a time right now where we've passed on all these records and now technology and everything that's, e that's emerged from, I don't want to say evolved. So if I say evolved, I apologize. Really what I'm saying is emerged, okay? Just replace the word. But what we see is this emergence of technology. And now we're in a phase where we can share information quickly and readily. The records are there. And we're sharing records. Now, are all the records correct? No, none of them are. But now we're saying, well, what's your internal truth? Who are you? What is your truth? Okay, so out of this, and we've talked about the storylines being totally demolished. We call this a cosmic tower, which is what we see happening um, in, in the alchemic process. Or if you looked at tarot, we'd say we're in a tower event. We are confused. And the reason why we're confused is because we, we have to let go of the old story. The old story no longer serves us. The old story is literally a story of colonization. That story of colonization has led to extraction. So if you start looking at the evolution of colonization or the emergence of colonization, you'll see that colonization leads to what we call extraction. And it's very patriarchal. Now, this is not, again, I'm not going to say it's right, wrong, good, or bad. We need patriarch, but too much of it obviously isn't good for us. What it's done is it's removed us from nature like 5 billion times. <laughs> okay, that's like, I'm being dramatic there. But we're so far removed from nature, and now we're trying to figure out how to reconnect with nature. So somehow we've lost that peace because we got so um, in awe of what was out there instead of remembering what is inside of us. We are the emergence of natural law. We are the emergence of spiritual alchemy. We are alchemy in motion. Our bodies, ourselves, are a whole thing. That's so funny to me. What's funny? Poetic, tell me. Um, so we are the emergence of this natural happening, which is cool. Now, here's the deal. We have children. Here, I believe that our generation, I mean, things are getting crazy. I believe our generation is going to see some pretty crazy things. But what I'm worried about or concerned for is the generations up and coming. Because these are the babies, right? And we're leaving all of this. What are we leaving for them, basically? Hey, Shannon. And that's the question. How do we change the dialogue? We are starving for a new story because this story, the old story, doesn't work anymore. It's no longer serving us. The old story is wreaking havoc on our species, basically. And that's a question I asked my professor because they're talking about holism or integral or living systems as the new paradigm, where integral practice is going back to natural law, which is we can't we can't pretend that we can manipulate the law because all we do is we become our own damnation. You see what I'm saying? We, we can't, we can't say we're, we have dominion over that we're this or that we're not. We emerged from it. You got to understand we have iron in our blood. We need the iron to metabolize so that we can carry oxygen to our body. Oxygen was very toxic on this planet to other species that nearly died and they had to learn how to metabolize oxygen and guess what we became an emergence of that so we are able to metabolize oxygen which was very toxic to species on this planet at one point 
and the iron that came from the beginning, right, quote unquote, they call the beginning of time or the Big Bang, whatever you want to call it, lives in us. We, you can't take it out. Let me tell you what, I'll tell you something about iron. I had iron issues. I still have to get iron infusions. Take iron out of your blood and see what happens. You're going to feel like shit. I'm telling you right now. You can't deny nature. We need nature to survive. Nature created us. <laughs> I just can't understand how people don't see that. It's like, oh, we're above it. We can manipulate it. No, you can't. You try to do that and look at what we see. Well, we're killing off species is basically what we're doing. We're killing ourselves off, basically. We're, we're killing ourselves. Like the planet, the, stel the stars, the nuclear fusion, the hydrogen, all that's going to stay around. It ain't going nowhere. It was here since the beginning. We're just a byproduct of that. Do you see? <laughs> we're, st we're stellar potential. We're stardust. <laughs> you can't say it's separate from us because it's not. It's in us. And we need it and it needs us. Well, I don't know if it needs us. I guess for right now, we need to metabolize oxygen or some species will die. We'll say that. So we're not separate from it. Spiritual alchemy is harmony. So we need a new storyline that's going to help us to, to heal the planet that we see today, to help us to heal. And, you know, we're killing off so many species. We're so, 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 so just far removed. And why? For what purpose? So we can live in great big mansions? I don't get it. There's like one person living in a big mansion for what? I don't, it's like, you really need that space? And what do they do? They're cutting down forests, trees, and all that to make houses. And now we have all these houses, especially, I don't know where you guys live, that are empty. Nobody's even living in them. It's like Rome, Rome and all that stuff. They built these big megalithic things and nobody even occupies them anymore. It's like wasteful. <laughs> Our byproduct is killing us, basically. We're killing ourselves and we want to be mad at everyone else, of course. And so how do we do our part? It's going to take a collective of people. Um, and this is something that we're talking about in my class. And it really honestly opened up my eyes because I used to think I had to take on the weight of the world. And the reality is we, not one person can fix this. It's going to take everybody coming together together working together and that this is where the collective comes together and says how do we create new systems now they're talking about this and i don't know this is something i don't agree with because i don't believe that it'll work they want to and i used to think it would work until i talked to one uh, a good professor of mine dr martin god i love that guy um such a probably one of the smartest men i know Anyway, I used to talk to him all the time and I said, look, I, and this is back when I was an undergraduate, you know, back way back when I was in college. And I said, this is what I want to do. I want to change systems. And this, you know, I had a plan. I thought I was going to change the whole system and break it down. And, you know, you have these lofty ideas. I do anyway. And I go, you know what? I'm going to go in and I'm going to break down the structures and recreate them. 
um, and I'm going to talk about it. So I wanted to go into organizational development because for me, the issue lied in corporations and the way that they were structured. When we see corporations, right, corp means dead entity, corp. So when we're looking at corporations, we breathe life into these corporations as though they are human and real and they're not. And we're operating as though they are. So for me, I wanted to just devour that entire structure and recreate it. And, you know, he told me he was an epidemiologist. So he tells me, well, Natalie, you can't really fight a virus with a virus. And I was like, what? And he's like, basically, it's not going to work. Now, I understand why. And it's, it's kind of like this, because if we go into these structures and systems and try to change it, and let me tell you what, I'm doing work in equity. And I can tell you right now, people don't like the word equity, especially when equity doesn't really benefit the people who have benefited from it. And also people feeling like they're um, being pointed out and made wrong for the way that they've operated. It's not really working so good. People get very upset. Um, and I don't know that it's going to change behavior. So what do we do? Well, I have a friend who currently is getting his dissertation. Um, and he's actually working in equity and all that kind of stuff in sociology. And he said he wants to make a ripple effect and change all these systems. And, you know, he's kind of like the head honcho. And he's making a name for himself in equity work in his field. And we talk a lot and, you know, I started thinking, yeah, can we change these structures? And I go back to what Dr. Martin said, and it's like, you can't beat a virus with the virus. You have to create whole new systems. So what does that mean? And why am I saying this? I'm saying this because it's up to us to create these systems. And it's going to take a whole bunch of people, not just one. We don't need to carry the weight of the world on our shoulders. If we don't do something now, we might already be far too gone. I don't know. The world itself will fix itself, right? But I'm talking for the survival of our species, for the kiddos that are to come. They're freaking out. I talked to a little girl last night. They're, she has so much anxiety because of the way the world is right now. She's thinking, how are we going to fix this? You know, we're putting this big, 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 big burden on the children and they're going to have to be the ones to try to figure it out. Is it right, wrong, good, or bad? I don't know. But we have to be the ones to start to change our mindset. If we don't change our mindset and we don't start understanding this information, and this is why I do Spirit and Coffee to teach people. And each person does a little part. It, you don't have to take on this big, magnificent thing. That's what I thought I had to do. I mean, I'm having realizations for real, like, Natalie, this is not, this is going to take everybody, a collective of individuals. This is not about competition and who's going to stand out. No, it's about how do we work together to resolve the bigger issues that we see in front of us for our future children, <laughs> for the kids, for the ones that are coming up. We will probably be long gone. How do we give them the tools and the stories that they need to survive? Hopefully, that's why I do this. You know, maybe, who knows, maybe technology will go on and I have all these videos and a child will listen and say, oh, shit, I get it. Now we can apply this in a group of individuals. Who knows? But we've got to leave the wisdom behind somehow. Some places are, yeah, some places are filling food, only planet food on your property. Yes, it also attracts animals. Amen. Thank you. Um, yes. And thank you for bringing that up because I'm sorry, Podek, I didn't read yours. 
because I'm so intrinsically interwoven into nature. I am since child. Yeah. Being barefooted. Yes. And whatnot. I understand, but it's hard to understand those who are not absolutely. And it is, it is hard to understand those who are, are like far removed. Um, but can we survive? I don't know. If we don't, as a human species, start working now, I don't know what we're going to, we're, I mean, the, the universe is going to go on again. The, the, I started with the stellar body and how the stardust is here, hydrogen, you know, um, and, um, helium, those, those particles will be here. You know, I mean, the periodic table might exist or it might change in whatever way and transform into something new. We didn't have heavy matter until after there was like nuclear fusion and and stellar bodies doing these big explosions right and they created something new which is the process of alchemy right it's the transformation of different byproducts into new things and we're a byproduct so rather than saying we're this um, intelligent species and we're giving and we put ourselves on the top of this pyramid as though we're gods the reality is we're part of it all <laughs> and and when we can humble ourselves and recognize that i think we could start to heal the planet we're a part of the story we're not we, we create stories but we're a part of the emergence of the universe it's not separate from us we are stardust we are connected to the stars we are an emergence of the stars I mean, it's pretty cool when you think about it, but can we get people to really, really think about it and really say, oh man, you know, now, you know, get off my high horse. <laughs> Earthships, yeah, you know what? I live near Taos, by the way, um, are a good idea. You can bring, you can rig electric with your car battery motor and then oh, that's awesome, alternator. I love it. So it sounds to me like you're, I have a bunch of friends who do this stuff so um that are trying to figure out how to create these whole communities that are based on natural law and how how to do it so really cool earthship homes by the way um like i said taos is where they started i believe that's where the idea started i'm not 100 percent sure but i do know that i've gone to the earthship homes out in taos near taos and i thought about it um, so yeah, there's ways to recreate the tiny homes. You know, people are starting to say, wow, we're like, let's be minimalist. We don't need to live with so much extravagance. Um, you know, and there's these big houses that are not being occupied. It's, it's like weird. Like they say, oh, well, property and land and all this. I'm like, yeah, but you're hoarding it. That's not, we never used to live that way. We were nomadic, right? At one point, And we may have to eventually leave the places that we're currently at and migrate. And that's what we used to do. We we're never like collecting shit. <laughs> Not an easy thing. So what do we do? How do you play your part? And here's what I'd say. Really, really dig deep into who you are. You know who you are. You know, I don't know, Freedom, what you're doing if you're um, creating this stuff or you're working with a, um, you're probably working, I'm sure, with a, um, international or private law or i don't know you, if you're one of those who's like commerce we used to call it private contracting whatever you want to call it um which is cool and i have friends that are doing that they're trying to figure out how do we create new structures and design new places um and so 
I thought I had to take on that big old community, right? At one point I was like, hey, I have to be one of these people who has this community. And I started stressing myself out. Like I had to fix it. And I don't. I'm not alone. You guys are here. Why are you guys here? You're here because you know something's not right. Not everybody's on the dialogue yet. You got to understand we need a new storyline. So the old story, and it's really hard because a lot of our story is based in religion. Now, religion's not wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong, and I'm not saying that those stories aren't important. But it's not working. So we've got to come up with a new storyline. And that's kind of what's happening, is we're trying to figure out what is the story. And we have people even writing the story. Why? Because that's the kind of people we are. We need a story. No other species has stories. <laughs> they just live. <laughs> not us. We make up all kinds of shit. It's like we need it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. As long as the story is actually helping us as a species and working in community with other species and animals and plants <laughs> and things we need to survive if we want to continue living on this planet. So we could be too far gone or not, um, you know, but the new story and we're kind of going back to the old story in some ways, but we have a new way of approaching it a new way of looking at it. So science, again, it's not that science is bad. It's that it just got too crazy out of control that we got so far from really who we are. And now we're trying to recircle back and we're like, shit, did I mess it up? Are we going to ever get back? How do we get back? Where do we go? Everybody's confused. Everybody's trying to figure out, well, what do we do now? Where do we go next? There's so a story from one of my professors. He said that a bunch of elite people, and I can't remember who the person was, and I'll ask him his name and, and retell it on here. But um, a professor um, was called in by a bunch of elites, and they said, What do we do with this big event? He thought he was going to give like this big lecture. And he's like, What are you talking about? He's like, Well, we have all these firearms, we have all this money. Where do we go? What do we do when the big event happens and this and that? And he's like, well, and how do we get people to follow us the way we want them to? How do we get people to follow, like basically follow our agendas? How do we get them to be loyal? The guy looked at him like, why are you, what you're asking? Are you seriously asking me these questions? The guy said, the only way to build loyalty is to be good to people. But if you're good to people and they're loyal, then they're going to be good to others. And if they're good to others, then we won't need to even have firearms and all this craziness. We can reverse it. So what are you talking about? <laughs> they didn't like his answer, of course. <laughs> They're like, no, no, no. But what do we do with this the big event? What, how do we plan? I'm like, do you see that? The mindset? You don't have to plan. Nature will kill itself if we let it heal itself and stop our shit. But people don't want to let go. They don't want to let go of the old. They want to hold on. They want to hoard. And they want more and more land and property and I don't know what all. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> you can raise rabbits, ducks, chickens, goats for milk, grow plenty of hemp. Oh, yeah, hemp is amazing to feed animals. You can even eat hemp, clothing, food. Yeah, hemp is like, that's the biggest downfall, man, when we took hemp out of our systems. I eat hemp. Hemp is like one of the, it's a superfood. If you don't need hemp right now, go get hemp. Hemp is so amazing. If you don't grow hemp, grow hemp. If you can grow hemp, grow it. You can use it for everything. Soap, all kinds of shit. It's crazy. Okay. 
So how do we do? What do we do? Now, if you're feeling very overwhelmed, don't. We're here together. We're looking for a new story, and it's going to take everybody as a community. It's going to be, we need to be the ripple effect, right? It's like we drop something and then it ripples out. So we, the fact that you guys are here tells me you're looking for a story. You're trying to figure out, well, what the hell is going on? What is next? How do we move forward? Who do I go to to ask? How do I live my life now? Everything is in shambles. Yeah, we, we're tearing down systems and that's okay. Nobody has the answer right now. That's what I'm going to tell you. So don't feel bad. Nobody knows what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> We're all trying to figure it out together. So what is it going to take? Well, it's going to take a collective dialogue. And, and it's going to take a non, an understanding and knowing and a, recogni a recogni recognizing that the old story doesn't serve us anymore. Um, I'm program director. Sorry. My program director told me that changes start with our own behavior if we model alchemy children will follow yes or rather if we teach what we live yes and act it out children will listen and repeat i love the fact that community is required on my own i demolish yes we we have to do it as a community we have to come together where can i find this community i'll leave right now <laughs> see everybody wants to leave right we're trying to exit these systems <laughs> it was all get me the hell out of this what is it i don't even want it anymore throw it away it's like when in rome i'm telling you we, the funny thing is a species, once we started writing records and, and taking down records, we lost ourselves. We, we lost our connection to nature. Um, there are communities doing that. Um, and if you want, you can find me on Telegram. Um, the, the Telegram is not very active right now. And I think it's because we have people who want to do it. Um, but you know it's going to take a collective of people to come together so i if you go on telegram i have friends i can connect you with um and i think it's artisans of wealth is the telegram you can find me artisans of wealth um and and then you can pull that up and so um but yeah it's something i want to do is build a community but it takes people a lot of people with the same mindset and that's kind of been not so easy and then I get stressed out. And so I say, oh, my God, I don't think I can take this on by myself. So um, teaching people is really important and critical. Okay. I'm here, lady. Yay. Poetic. We have people here. That's good. Yes. And building the dialogue. Like even with poetic, right? You're doing your cards. You're doing your readings. You're reintegrating the sacred feminine, which is a big piece of it, right? It's it's us women coming together and, and having these dialogues, healing the traumas around uh, around that. I could go on forever about that. Um, that there's been this really big rift between the sacred sisterhood um, and a lot of damage and trauma there that needs to be healed, right? We, because women don't trust each other and there's a reason why. It didn't just happen. <laughs> We used to trust each other. We used to love each other. We used to nurture each other. We used to support each other. And it, we, we got further and further away from that as well. And so now it's like, let's heal together. Let's heal. And also when we think about it, it's not just the women, but the men as well. Because they've been far removed from it too. They've been removed so far from the mother that they don't even know that it's okay, right? To be nurtured and loved. So we see this brokenness. Okay. 
So we, we see that there's this, this separation and, and the mechanistic worldview that needs to change. So basically, if you're confused, good. That's what I'm going to say. It's good that you're confused. Why am I saying it's good you're confused? Because everybody's damn confused right now. <laughs> Nobody has the answers because there's no one answer. What it is is a collective of us coming together and saying, yeah, the system didn't work. Yeah, we tried it. It's like this. We tried it and it was a big failure. It was a flop. And that's okay. Let's step away from it. Good morning, Lorac. Don't keep trying and banging our heads up against the wall trying to do something and ain't working. We're just really killing ourselves off is what we're doing. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we're doing. We're, we're harming ourselves. Now, this is common. Here's the thing. We think we're so damn smart. And this might make you guys laugh and I'll end here. But we think we're so smart that we can just have dominion over everything, right? So now we're realizing, oh, shit, we're our own damnation. We thought we could do anything we wanted. And now it's coming back to bite us in the ass. And now it's going to be the fall of civilization and humanity. Okay. <laughs> Not the earth and, and everything else. Um, and we're saying, oh, shit, we have to co-participate. How do we do that? We didn't know how to do that. But here's the deal. Species in the past have done this. They kill themselves off. So we think we're so smart, but we're doing exactly what organisms that were we would say not complex well they were complex at the time but simple organisms did the same thing yet we think we're so complex do you see it's like we we can't see it like some people can't see it they still think they're above it they think they're above nature they think they're above it all they think they can manipulate it for their own benefit and really all they're doing is killing themselves and the rest of the population funny not funny so the species and I'll, I'll give it because we look at the evolution which has been and this is just me really understanding uh the class that i'm taking cosmology and consciousness really really understanding my place in the storyline which has really been awesome that when the earth was um didn't have an atmosphere when it was like crazy, right? Before we were able to metabolize oxygen, which is what created us, right? That we're, we're a byproduct of that basically. <laughs> okay. So when we look at the science of it and we see the evolution before that oxygen was toxic to the species and they, again, they had to learn to metabolize it. It's kind of like radiation is harmful to us. We can't metabolize radiation. We will die. Well, we're creating it. It's a byproduct of everything that we're creating. Do you see? We're killing ourselves. We're just like that basic species from the beginning. So we're no better. We can't say we're any smarter. <laughs> I just laugh when you really think about it in the whole scheme of things. And we just think we're so damn smart and intelligent. And we really are just literally more our our structures more complex but that didn't make us more intelligent just because we have consciousness doesn't mean we're intelligent i'm sorry and, and that might hurt some people but i'm putting myself in that as well because i'm human as well i'm a human and and what we're doing is crazy it's hard how do you how do you exist outside of it how do we build these communities together how do we work together without just talking about it but actually moving on it it's a big, 
big call and it's too big for just me alone. That's all I'm going to say. They're, everybody's got to work. We all got to come up with a new storyline, a new way to see the world, a new way to engage the world. And as we do that and we start to collectively build on this new happening in the world, we may and we may not, I don't know, that's to be determined, actually give hope to the next generation of humans. We may or may give hope to the next generation of humans. And for the sake of those people who have children, my hope is that we can pass down this legacy and that things can actually be healed so that they can then live in the beauty of this planet. We don't need to leave to Mars and all this shit. We have a perfectly good planet. Okay? <laughs> if we just loved it the way it loves us. And we don't. For being so smart, we're so stupid. I'm telling you. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. I had a call. Oh, yeah, no worries. So there you have it. Work together. We need each other right now more than ever. It's going to take multiple people. It's going to take a bunch of people working together so that we can heal and move the consciousness and create a new story. Okay? The, the storyline being, um, and I know if we can look, uh, if we can look money, get land, the rest would be all coming together as a community. Absolutely. I am willing to connect and collaborate. Awesome. See, look at this beautiful thing. We can connect and collaborate. So go, so the way that I was trying to do it, it's really hard to get people to communicate all in one space, but I feel like. I put a telegram together. It's artisans of wealth. Um, you know, and if we come together, we, we can start to even have a dialogue around it, right? Even be able to communicate around it. I think, you know, as I start to get my PhD and stuff is creating these communities of dialogue where we can start to engage the story and really learn the story and understand you know, how it's hurt us and then give this wisdom to the children because literally does it matter that I know this stuff? Maybe not. I'm already, not that I'm old. I have a lot of life to live, trust me. But the babies, right? The ones coming up, we've got to pass something to them that this wisdom, we've got to be the wisdom keepers for them. We've got to be the ones who show them and teach them like, how do we live in a new world? How do you create a new world? Here's the ideas and the concepts. Here's how you do it. Maybe we start a community that's really small. And, you know, and then they figure out how to live it. And maybe the storylines about migration and not just confining to one space. And, you know, it's, it's learning to migrate again. Who knows? I don't know. We don't know. That's the thing. No one knows. And nobody has the answers. So if people are telling you, here's another thing before I let you guys go. If somebody says they have the answers and they have the way and it is their way and all this, I'm not going to say don't follow them. I'd say be very careful, very cautious. If they're not telling you they don't know, then they're kind of lying because nobody knows. Scholars don't know. I'm in a freaking class called 
my master's is in consciousness and transformative studies. I mean, I'm looking at all of these big ideas, paradigms of consciousness. And I can tell you right now, scholars don't even know what they're doing. That's what we used to look to scholars to show us the way. They don't even know. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> so somebody said you, they know they're lying to you. <laughs> now there's some things that are for certain. There's change, right? Alchemy always seems to be the way. That's why I'm a spiritual alchemist, because it's an emergence, a happening, a transformation. But we have language and story to teach us how to move through the emergence, how to uh, move through these transformations. We have language and communication and community where we come together and say, yeah, we're transforming into, I don't know what this was, but we're coming into something new. How do we work collectively? Nobody has the answer. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> Scholars and everybody's trying to grab your attention and tell you what to do and which way to go. And this is the way we need to go. And that's the way we need to go. And the reality is together. We go together because that's the only way to go. Because if we don't go together, we're all going to die together. And that's perfectly fine too. We all got to die eventually. But I would like to leave this planet. It, we're not going to leave it in a better place than when we came. But we can leave it in a place that it can heal back to its full potential. I would say that. We've done so much damage that there's some healing that needs to happen and take place. And I think the healing will take place um, if we start to shift our mind. And I think the kids will, will, our children will probably be in a phase of healing where the planet's healing itself um, if we do it right. I don't want to say right. If we do it, if we do it, in collaboration with nature for the survival of our species. That's a better way to say it. Because when I asked my professor, I said, you know, they talk about integration and they talk about how we, um, when we look in, when we look at the planet, right? And it's like, we, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought because I read your, your thing. A lot of women are birthing healers. Yes, we, we need healers. We need healers for the planet for, and that's true because I, even my nephew, sorry, I just like went off topic. I forgot what I was saying, but um, my nephew himself, he's a real, like when I see him, he's just a different child altogether. He, it, 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 it doesn't matter the circumstances he came from. He's just a different kid. He, he, the way he thinks is different. Um, and he wants to do good. And just by nature he's just naturally that way and he learns and he takes personal responsibility and he, these are things that yeah we've taught him but he does it like if he does something is like i'm sorry that wasn't right i was being mean and i was like no you're good no i was being mean i'm sorry and i'm like okay like for him to have that much awareness already it's pretty badass right so we see these kids that are coming up and they see they know they know uh before baby girl was born they were saying she's a healer yes she is and she will be and we need we need a bunch of healers a bunch because they're going to be in the healing fleet if we do this correctly if we do it if our alchemy is correct <laughs> i'm willing to connect as well not savvy on social media what's the best way 
Oh, good. If you guys want to do a collective, we can do, um, we can do a Zoom call. We could do, um, if you want to send me an email, if you don't do Telegram, you could just send me an email, spiritandbrew at gmail.com. And what we can do is um, I can get set an email. We can then set up a time and we can chat and see, you know, start to have a collective dialogue, which I think would be really, really awesome. And part of it could be part of my project for my um, master's program as well. Um, yeah, let's get that. Or you guys can give me your emails. That's a good idea, too, if you want to do that before. And I can send an email out. Let me see. I think I had your email before. We definitely need to connect that. Yes. And so I have your I have your email. Um, and then whoever else wants to send their email wants to be didn't catch that email. Mine. OK, I got, I got both of your emails. I'll just send an email out to both of you if that works. And whoever else wants to be a part of that, send your email, that dialogue. And, you know, we can see what needs to happen. I have some other individuals who are interested and we continue to go from there. Okay, so I have uh, yours and yours and I'll, I can chime in, but we'll start with us three. Let's make it very simple unless other people want to chime in here. Together. Okay, and I have Christina. Let me type down your email real quick. Christina, actually, can I go back? I think I can, but let me write it down. See. Okay. Oops. Okay, cool. So there you go. Um, I have your guys' email. There's three emails, and I'll send an email out, and then we can see if there's something we can do. What? How can we give back in a way that's meaningful, right? And and we need everybody. I, it just really clicked for me. Like we need everybody. That's remember versus like it's not gonna. It's gonna be more than just you know one person can't do it. It's gonna take a collective, and we can heal if we do this right. And we wake up enough people, we can't, we can't survive. That's what I was going to say. Sorry, it just triggered for me. I asked him. He talked about holism and integral practice and life systems and the survival and the healing of the planet. And I said, well, and I had this question because we can be very arrogant as human beings, right? It's all about our survival, which makes sense. We want to survive. So I said, when they're, you know, constructing these paradigms, are they, is it all around our survival or is it? the survival of the planet in general, like what, it, where's the mindset coming from? Because usually it's like, oh, we've got to live. We've got to live. We've got to survive, you know? And he said, it's all of it, but that it may be a world without humans. We don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. I don't know that we understand. It's like this. We don't know how much damage we have done. It's like, if you, your liver is self healing. Okay. It does. It's the only organ that renews itself every however many years. You can heal, right? You can heal it if you actually take care of yourself and drink water and do all these things, right? Now, but once your liver is so far gone, that's it. 
if it's so damaged that it can't even heal itself anymore, it's done. So it's the same thing. This earth will, will, and the humans will be resilient. Okay. We can see us as a liver. <laughs> we can be resilient as a species, but I don't know how far gone it is. I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows. We can take care of self, heal self. It's radiate. Yeah. Yes. We have to heal ourselves first. And that's, you know, that's spiritual alchemy as within. So without, and it starts with the end and you see this in all the sages. That's why I like talking about like the sages and all of these, like Jesus Christ, like there's some really good information in the religious text, in, in, in the scriptures in different religions and all that, because we do see it. It starts within. That's what they say. It's very simple. It starts within, but it's not so simple. So yes. If we heal ourselves, we heal the planet. And that's kind of what that professor was telling those individuals. Like if you're kind to people, they're going to be kind to you. They're going to be loyal to you if you're if you're nice and kind to them. You don't, putting fear in them doesn't make them loyal. <laughs> it just makes them afraid. That's it. Behind your back, they're not loyal. <laughs> but when you're around, yeah, they're acting like they're loyal. So it takes, you know, a uh, uh, love and, and compassion and understanding. Um, people don't know what, uh, don't care what you know until they know that you care, right? That's the same. And I, I 100% agree with that, you know, and not just care because you want them to like you or whatever. It's just like truly care. Like I care about you. You're my fellow human being. Um, so there you have it. Um, glad I didn't read from the book. It was, this has been pressing on my mind because I've been reading a lot on cosmology and consciousness and really recognizing that we need to come together. There's no other way. It's not a one person job and it's not going to be. If we don't collectively come together and bring our gifts, I don't know what we're in for. And the generations after us, you know, they're going to be, maybe if technology is still going and they're able to tap into this wisdom. They're going to look at it and say, wow, <laughs> they were trying to warn us or tell us or something. <laughs> right. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so there you have it. Um, I have hope. So do I, I have a lot of hope. I'm optimistic and all that stuff. Um, I see amazing things. Good. So do I, I think we have this opportunity to do it. And I think as long as we collaborate, work together. That's what we gotta do. Come together as a as a as a together. Our babies are shifting. They are. And they're here to receive. They're here to receive what we've given them. That's what they're here to do, right? They're here to receive what we've left. And we've left a planet in peril. So we've got to have them they're they're here to say, hey, we need to heal this shit or it's going downhill. For, for our species, not for the planet, not for everything else, right? For us. So there's a survival. We could survive, right? Our, our species could survive. We'll be long transformed into something else, but at least we did our part. That's how I feel. I've got to do my part in some way. That's why I do these podcasts, right? Teach people about alchemy. Okay. So there you have it. I love you. There's a lot today. I almost talked to almost an hour. <laughs> I obviously had a lot to say because you know me, I blah, 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 but I love you guys. I have your emails. I'll send an email out, um, see what we can get together. Maybe a zoom call, maybe a chat and, um, and we can get together. Yeah. And then we can have poetic, just some readings for us to open up the call.
call. <laughs> I would love that. Okay, so I love you guys. Have a great day, and I will be seeing you guys tomorrow. Oh, have a magnetic, magical, mystical, marvelous, miraculous Monday. Okay, bye-bye.